Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. Uh, this afternoon, we're going to study about King Saul, and I, w- I would like for you to understand that King Saul is a type of the flesh, and we're going to look at this uh, this doctrine uh, in the New Testament, of course, in First Samuel. But I, I want to read uh, a scripture to you to you from uh, the Book of Colossians, chapter three. And so I'm going to begin. I'm going to read Colossians chapter three, verses one through five. Quote: If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection, or literally set your mind, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you are dead. And your life is hid with Christ in God. Christ, who is our life, the words are italicized, and this tells us that uh, these words are not in the, in the manuscript text. When Christ, our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Verse 4, mortify, that is to deaden or to subdue, to deaden or to subdue. Mortify, therefore, your which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil contestations, very old word, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Uh, verse 6, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. That should literally read, not children of disobedience, but the children of apathia. Uh, the children of apathy uh, are Paul's literal, literal words, the children of apathy. So are the sons of apathy. So I, w- I would like for you to look at verse 5. And we have the word uh, inordinate affection, inordinate affection. That is one word in the Greek. It is the word pathos. Uh, Pathos, P-A-T-H-O-S. And so this is a, a very interesting word. It is from the root patho, uh, which means to wound, uh, to hurt, or uh, to suffer. And so this word means the diseased condition.
condition of the soul from which the lust springs. Once again, pathos. Means the diseased condition of the soul from which the lusts spring. And so as a result of uh, lusts, we have uh, the next word is evil concuspices. In other words, uh, this word refers to the result of pathos, the result of pathos. So when we study the Old Testament, First uh, Samuel beginning First Samuel 15, and when we are going to study about Saul, understand that we are, God is showing us uh, the the disease condition of the soul from which the lust in the uh, in the person of Saul. We will see spiritual pathology. We will see spiritual sepsis. Now this is very serious, and uh, this is important. This doctrine is important to understand because uh, believers need to be aware uh, that there is no both and with regard uh, to biblical spirituality. Uh, it is either or. Uh, in other words, an individual walks in the spirit, an individual is spirit-filled, or the individual walks according uh, to the flesh and is not filled with the spirit. That is, his life is not controlled by the spirit of God. See, to be controlled by the Spirit of God, which means one's volition, one's will, uh, has bowed to the authority of the living Christ. That is, once again, one's volition or one's will has bowed beneath the cross and has been given over to the Lord Jesus Christ. The New Testament uh, has it this way. It means... Uh, ones whose will is swallowed up in the will of another. The believer who is who bows before the Lord Jesus Christ has given his will over to him, and therefore he understands that he is not his own, but he was bought with a price. He was purchased with the precious blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, I'm going to be reading now from 1 Samuel chapter 15. Uh, so this is verse 1, uh, quote, Samuel said to Saul, I am the one the Lord sent to anoint you king over his people Israel. So listen now to the message from the Lord. This is what the Lord Almighty says. For thus saith the Lord, I will punish the Amalekites for what they did to Israel when they waylaid them as they came up from Egypt. Now go, very specific order, go, attack the Amalekites and totally destroy everything that belongs to them. Do not spare them. Uh, put to death men and women, children and infants, cattle and sheep, camels and donkeys. This is a very specific, detailed order that Saul is given by Samuel. Verse 4, 
So Samuel summoned the men and mustered them at Talion, 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men from Judah. Saul went to the city of Amalek and set an ambush in the ravine. Then he said to the Kenites, go away, leave the Amalekites, so that I do not destroy you along with them. For you showed kindness to all the Israelites when they came up out of Egypt. This is a very important verse. Very, very important verse about grace. And we see that God does indeed not destroy the righteous with the wicked. Another verse that affirms uh, this very important doctrine. So the Kenites moved away from the Amalekites. Then Saul attacked the Amalekites all the way from Havilah to Shur. To the east of Egypt, he took Agag, king of the Amalekites, alive, and all his people he totally destroyed with the sword. But Saul and his army spared Agag and the best of the sheep and cattle, the fat cows and lambs, everything that was good. These, they were unwilling to destroy completely, but everything that was despised and weak, they totally destroyed. Now, notice what's happened here. We, we, these verses bespeak the uh, incomplete obedience of Saul. Here is the flesh. Here's the mind of the flesh. The mind of the flesh rebels or bristles at the specific command of God. The flesh has its own viewpoint. The flesh does not have divine viewpoint. And so Saul saved the king, and Saul saved that which he thought was good in his eyes. So we have competing viewpoints here. We have absolute eternal divine viewpoint. Then we have temporal viewpoint uh, from Saul's uh, with, with King Saul. This is the flesh. This is the flesh. The flesh wants its own way. Now, let's, let's continue. Verse 10. Then the word of the Lord came to Samuel. I am grieved that I have made King Saul, that is the flesh, uh, made Saul king because he has turned away from me and has not carried out my instructions. Samuel was troubled, and he cried out to the Lord all that night. Samuel supported Saul before the Lord. And now look what has transpired. Early in the morning, Samuel got up and went to meet Saul. But he was told, Saul has gone to Carmel. Now listen carefully. There he has set up a monument in his own honor and has turned and gone down to Gilgal. This is the flesh. The flesh does not take seriously the word of God. The flesh is occupied with its own viewpoint. And notice what King Saul did. He went out and he set up a monument in his own honor. This is King Saul. This is the flesh. This is what the flesh does. This is pathos in action. This is the diseased condition of the soul 
from which the lusts spring in action, unpacked, as it were, for us so that we can see what this is like. So when Sandra reached him, Saul said, the Lord bless you. And notice what the flesh says. I have carried out the Lord's instructions. Think about the language. Think about what is going on in this individual's soul. Think about what is going on in this individual's mind. Samuel is a mature believer. And so one cannot lie to him. One cannot put anything over on him. He sees through uh, the subterfuge. He sees through the lies of Saul. And Saul greets him with a lie. Saul greets him with a lie. So we get to see, again, something else about the flesh. But Samuel said, what is this? What then is this? Bleeding of the sheep in my ears. What is this lowing of the cattle that I hear? Saul answered, the soldiers, now notice, Saul, the flesh, does not take responsibilities, responsibility for his actions. Notice what he said. Saul answered, the soldiers brought them from the Amalekites. They spared the best of the sheep and the cattle to sacrifice, notice the language, to the Lord your God. Not, not to the Lord our God, but to the Lord your God. But we, now he puts, he uses a collective pronoun, we, we totally destroyed the rest. Samuel said, stop. And Samuel would have no more of this, this lie. This is what the flesh does. This is what the flesh is. And in the next show, I'm going to discuss this in more detail. Because believers need to be made aware of the flesh and what it does and what it is so that we can learn how to be free of it so that we can serve our mighty and wonderful God as we should. Good afternoon. My name is Dr. God bless you.